who lining up in the backfield. Toss back to Gawalaku. It's Dion Gawalaku into the end zone. It's a deep drop on the third and three. He fires it. Intercepted. Zane Anderson steps in front and picks it off and the Cougars back in business. Big play from the Zane train. This is Behind the Mic on BYU Radio. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are back on our BYU Football Media Day edition of Behind the Mic, and we are closing the show by heading back to the defensive side of the ball when healthy linebacker Zane Anderson is among BYU's most dominant defenders. Voted a team captain before last season. Zane got into only four games before taking a redshirt season, but he's back for one more go-round. Defensive back Diane Gomoliku is somehow already a senior. Wow, this flew by. And he heads into his final season, having established himself as a primetime playmaker. Five career INTs, five career fumble recoveries, three career touchdowns, one on a pick six, one on a fumble return, and yes, one on offense in the last game he played. Pleased to welcome into Studio 2, Zane Anderson and Diane Gomoliku. Hello, guys. What's up? What's up? What's so up? let's maybe start, Diane, with you and that offensive touchdown. What was Shoot. the uh, yeah? How did that come about? It's a play we've been practicing called scrum, uh, and it's pretty much like you know one of those plays you just work on all practice and you never run it in games. And the first time I think we actually ran it was in the Utah game when Matt Hadley scored off, scored off of it, and uh, we ended up running it again in uh, the bowl game. And Matt was hurt, so I was the next man up, and then Austin Kafensis was the quarterback, so I went in, and Austin had a key block. He blocked like a big D tackle. Yeah. I know he had a headache, and it's pretty much just like a little sweet play, and everyone just like the little league just rumble in the end zone. Now it's a good thing that you'd run the play once before because I was better prepared to call it the second time. The first time it <laughs> happened, it was I was I was kind of trying to figure out who's actually out there, and all of a sudden the ball's in the end zone. This yeah. time I was a little more ready, so I had you. I got a good play call. <laughs> it worked out pretty well, but uh, thank goodness I'd seen it once already. Oh, yeah. So uh, three touchdowns, uh, two defensively. Uh, defensive players don't always get the thrill of the end zone. Uh, you've had it a couple times. Um, is is that kind of like a uh, um, the thing every defensive player dreams about, or is that just it's nobody you know contributing one way or the other is fine, but it's scoring a pretty yeah. big deal to you. Not really. It's just the whole getting the turnover thing. If you score, that's an extra reward for me. I feel like, but just getting the initiative, like turnover, getting the ball back for the defense and scoring off it, like I said, is just extra bonus for you. So celebrate on your own time with your teammates. Okay, Zane, what about Diane's ball skills? Oh, they're incredible. I think. Um, a lot of people, like, you don't want to throw to his side if you're a quarterback. If you see him out there at safety, corner, nickel, he plays it all. And so um, I just think he's a ball player. And like, he just, wherever the ball is, Dian's there. The great thing about it is he does play it all. Um, how do you consider yourself right now, corner or safety? Uh, right now I'm working my way down to play mostly corner. So we'll see. Maybe some safety is up in there still. So really, I mean, we don't need to necessarily pigeonhole you into a position because you could be in any, any, any number of spots right now, right? Oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's a good thing, though. If you've got a de- defensive backfield that versatile where you can throw multiple guys out there, it's, it's, it's all the better, right? Oh, yeah. Zane, um, I guess shoulder surgeries are the thing that we do now uh, with this team. Uh, we've had a few here in the offseason. Um, when did yours take place exactly? Um, in October. It was still in season, obviously. Yep. Um, how did the recovery... You're farther along than the other guys, I yeah. guess. How are you? I'm doing good. No, I've, I feel I've almost fully recovered. I haven't gotten into contact or anything yet, but um, just training and everything, I'm back full go and getting my strength back. Because you've been through it, uh, are you any help to the guys that are going through it right now in terms of how to pace yourselves, don't get too excited, go by the protocol, that kind of thing? Yeah, it's kind of helped being... I mean, there's a group of us, and a lot of us were starters, 
and so we would go over and hit legs across the street just on the leg press um we would all stick together and those guys would ask me questions like where my recovery is i would ask them questions and so even though it was unfortunate, all of us had the same thing, but it was it helped a lot too, you know. But uh, people, I mean, when when Zach talks about being feeling like he'll be full go when camp comes, that's reasonable to expect, knowing him and, and how this protocol goes. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think you get what you put into it too, and I think he's really, really working really hard on getting back and getting his shoulder back and his arm strength back to throw the ball. And I've seen a couple of videos, as probably you guys have, yeah, yeah. and he's looking good. Diane, how's your health? It's solid. I just had that little ankle injury like during the season, missed like three games, but other than that, it's good. So you're feeling good? Nothing to worry about with you, right? Yeah. Uh, Zane, linebacking core. Um, Coach Lamb was on with us earlier, and he said there's there's really no – I don't want to necessarily give you a depth chart right now. I don't want to list – but he said there are a couple of guys I'm comfortable penciling in. You're one of them, of course. Uh, how would you describe the core around you of guys you've got uh, that are able to play at linebacker? Um, I feel really confident with this group we have. I think we're young. And um, but we're talented, and those younger guys are going to be a key for us this year. I think you've got Isaiah back on the boundary side. Um, he's a, he, he showed he can play really well. Um, and a couple younger guys, you've got Max Tooley, um, Jackson Kafusi. Um, Chaz is back. Chaz is back. Yeah. Chaz is a baller. Um, Keenan um, Peely is going to be a really good player. Um, and so when I look back at all those guys, I see BYU linebacker core is safe for the next. Bit. So when you're done, you'll be done here at some point. Um, we're gonna be, we'll be in good hands? Yeah, we'll be in good hands for sure. Uh, coach Lamb, uh, you worked with him as a safety. You now get him as a linebacker's coach. Uh, he wears a few hats uh, on this team. We heard today the story about his, uh, his kidney stone during the Wisconsin game. Did you know about that at any point? Did you hear about that? I was watching that yeah. a lot this morning, and I still didn't know about it. But during the game, I saw him go down, and I was like, what the heck? And I was like, ask him about it like, a game later or something when I was hurt, I was like, whatever happened? And he's, he to- totally avoided it. Like, so really, like, so like it wasn't really it. fully revealed to you at the time what no. he was going through? No, I had no idea. But I saw him go down and I was like, <laughs> what the heck? But, so now, now that you know the story, like his toughness level goes up enough, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, he always talks about being the man, manly oh, yeah. man and he uh, he redefined it. <laughs> I guess he kind of proved it. Yeah. Um, Diane, I made, I made the comment in the intro to you that somehow you're already a senior. I just don't see how it's already gone. Do you get the same sense that this thing kind of fly by for you, your time here at BYU? Yeah, it's gone by fast. Like Me and Zane were just barely talking about it because we were roommates when we first came our freshman year. And we are just talking about how it's flown by so fast. Like We're going to our fifth year, and I, don't, I feel like we just got here like last year. But it's good. That's where you got to live it up. Uh, I ask everyone about it, so I'll ask you guys too. Uh, your thoughts on a schedule that, again, not not everything. I mean, there's still games to play once you get through uh, September, but that September is a load, right? Um, we all know how, how how P5 teams can take a toll on you and how you got to be deep to withstand it, and they're just good teams in general. How do you guys each view the first four balanced with the fact that you've got eight more to play, Diane? Uh, we just we just go game by the time, like one game at a time. Like we've been focusing on Utah right now, and it's all Utah. And but we still haven't forgotten about the other teams. We have a whole like sheet out from the GAs that put up formations and all that for the other teams. But once we're just going game by game, and when the time comes, we're on like the end of our schedule. I feel like we're still going to be the same, still still motivated to beat those teams the same way, play at the same high intensity. Zane. Um, no, I, I say the same thing. I think we're 
with this tough season, um, we're taking a lot of preparation for, and I think that's what's necessary. But um, I wouldn't want it any other way. I don't think anyone on our team, I don't think any other alumni would, like they would kill to have this schedule. Um, being at these places, being able to play at home with these great teams come in, um, I think it's remarkable, and I'm really excited along with my teammates. And so I think with preparation, um, I think we're, we'll be set. What's best about having Utah as game one for you, Zane? Um, I was talking about this earlier. I think that um, I think it's good to jump right in the fire. I think Utah is a great team, and we're going to face five great teams in a row. And why not start off set us right in the fire? You know what I mean? And um, playing Utah, I was sending that game out last year, nine months ago, and uh, as the seconds take down the clock, I was I was pretty upset, and I just in the back of my head, I'm like nine months, nine months, nine months. And so just having that game right after the, our, our last loss with them, um, I think it's really a blessing to get this first game. Diane, your thoughts, too, on having Utah right out of the gates? It's for revenge because, like Zane said, we lost that game, and it was heartbreaking to see them come back and beat us like that. But we get another opportunity, another chance to show what we got, and we're all ready. Everyone's healthy. You're getting healthy, and we're ready to give it our all and win the game. Do you guys know your, your report date yet? Is it uh... – July, what? Do you have a report date yet? Camp start date? Do you guys know your date yet? Was it July? In July, like July 26th? Yeah, it's like 26th of July. Okay. We started we, earlier this year. We know that August 29th is, is game one, and we know that uh, it's, it's, it's home uh, with a new tailgate thing outside. Fans will be pumped up, ready to go, and you guys will be too. Thanks for coming in today and uh, sharing part of your media day with me. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, anytime. All right, Diane Gomoliku and Zane Anderson, and that is going to do it. Thanks to the guys for coming in studio, and thanks to all of today's guests on Behind the Mic with Greg Grubel. Thanks to producer Terry South and to Cougar Nation for tuning in. This has been a special BYU Football Media Day edition of Behind the Mic. We look forward to having you back with us for the season opener, BYU versus Utah, 8.15 p.m. Mountain Time on Thursday, August 29th at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Till then, I'm Greg Rubel saying so long and go Cougs!